lifepodcasts.fm. This podcast is a Prime Media Broadcasting production. Time in the saddle. For cyclists, by cyclists. Time in the saddle. Time in the saddle. It's time to talk cycling again. Jason Lynch is back, uh, joining myself, Ryan O'Connor. Jason, how's it? Yeah, good. Still got a little bit of sniffs post-epic, yeah. but uh, which is a little bit frustrating. It made me think maybe we need to talk about when you can ride when you're sick, when yeah. you can't ride when you're sick. Get into that later. But yeah, all good. Good to be here. How are you? I'm good. And everyone seems to be well-rested and uh, back on their bikes. All the epic riders that last week might have taken off to rest their legs. They're back out there. We're now almost at the part of the year where we start doing things like enduro cycling. So the enduro cyclists out there, all the guys that are loving the enduro, watch this space. Come on up soon. We'll have Tom, who's uh, not only a part of the culture, of enduro racing but also one of the chief mechanics I think uh, when it comes to running well, gi- Giant Cape chief. Town he's, he's the chief the he's the chief of everything <laughs> Giant Concept Store in Cape Town when you pop in there you'll go and meet Tom Tom's uh, he's the guy that I, I normally phone for advice when it comes to setup for various bikes uh, he's heavily involved in enduro and enduro in itself is we've covered this in season one of Time in the Saddle a, a massive following of people uh, we in the Western Cape we've got the best possible uh, hills and places to do enduro biking um, and it's a, a sport that's growing and I'm seeing more and more manufacturers now bringing out enduro versions of their said bicycles and you're seeing that a lot as well yeah and in a place like the u.s and and even in europe i mean that style of bike and that style of riding Mm. is 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 much bigger than it is over here can you customize a standard mountain bike to an enduro bike just by increasing the or changing the fork or changing the front uh, shock yeah, I think probably the, the easiest things is change the tires, first of all. That'll yeah. make a big difference. And then, yeah, the fork, uh, definitely as well. Okay, well, uh, we'll talk enduro in the upcoming weeks. Uh, everyone's out there and cycling again as we change seasons. We uh, are definitely, by the feel of the mornings that we've had, out of summer. Winter is here. It means a change of clothing for cyclists as well. And this is something to be mindful of, uh, is the fact that a lot of people think that they, uh, you know, it takes them uh, a half an hour or 20 minutes, they'll, they'll warm up. And before they know it, they'll be they'll be warm enough still to be wearing those um, the short bits etc etc no it's not time if you haven't in the past invest in proper winter wear if you want to stay fairly free of cold and flu and anything that's going around there make sure you're warm enough when you're out there cycling good warm gear and good lights and lights is something where the technology just keeps getting better and better i mean what you could buy five ten years ago is now just uh, run of the mill and you can pretty much get a a car light on your bike for a very Mm. affordable price this is what i've actually put on my uh on my giant e-bike on the front and back uh, the back one's integrated into the saddle which is quite nice to so see the new giant saddles have this, yeah. have this awesome integration system where you can uh, pull components out and then plug a backlight in uh, but equally the front lights and this is what they do really well with the accessories is that they've got the, uh, the the simple clip-on lights to the front they're not there for you to be able to see but more for the visibility of cars and traffic to see you I think a lot of people may mistake the front lights of a bicycle if you're going to go do night riding in, that, in other words trailing at night on a mountain bike or you happen to be coming home and you want actual illumination so you can see where you're going to as a cyclist you can get a specialized um, uh, a light for that but importantly is to be visual for oncoming traffic so the the the, the basic light that you're looking at it's about 80 bucks but it's worth every mm. penny to stick it on the front of your bike and be and be vis- no, visible definitely i mean one of the more dangerous places i think if you're going to turn right and you're at an intersection you really need the oncoming cars to yeah. see that you you're there and you wait absolutely Cheap investment, well worth it. Let's talk winter gear as well. Everyone's competing. And, you know, in the past, I bought one 
product. Here's a little bit of truth about what happened. I bought one product, and we can actually mention them because they're a great brand, ASOS. I bought an ASOS bib. Now, it's in itself is an investment. For those of you out there who've ever uh, ventured into um, uh, bibs and into accessories or especially clothing, that's just next level. That's that for a reason. It's very comfortable, super light. It's super comfortable, super durable. It's all these things and more, um, and I love it. But I, I don't want to say foolishly, but I signed up to register my product, my garment, uh, my garment when, when I purchased it. And every week I get reminded of innovation that's coming out from that company okay. um, that I can't afford. So every week they send me an update of what cool new product they have coming out for um, specific cy- uh, right. uh, cycling with its mountain biking. And I'm constantly reminded that it's way beyond my my initial purchase. Yeah, but they are still at the forefront no, of, they are. of fabric and technology yeah, yeah. and the design of the stuff. And, you know, it's, it's, I always have a good laugh because it takes people a long time to come in, check it out. Eventually they bite the bullet and they buy it. It might have taken them a month or two to get to that point. Mm. And then they're back the same week to buy their second pair once they realize yeah. and have actually experienced it. So it is a superb product. And let me just say that that is an investment in itself. If you've got all the gear and you're now looking to invest in your own comfort, uh, whether it be with regard to a decent chamois, uh, that's in the uh, in the bibs from the fabric itself that just breathes nicely on you. It fits nicely on you. Um, it's the kind of uh, um, a product that'll last if you look after it for a very very long time. It's I've got two bibs. I love them to pieces. I'm actually looking to. to I, I use the word one. marginal utility a lot when it comes to ASOS because they really do last a lot longer. So yeah. if you spend five hundred rand on a pair of pants at the level of of most sure. people riding a lot, they might last you six months. Yeah. You're spending two and a half grand on ASOS, but it's lasting you three, four years. So, Love it. Invest in that. A winter gear as well. Besides the, uh, um, the, 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 the bibs, we're looking at long sleeve. Uh, who, who makes a good quality um, long sleeve garment? ASOS. Again. No, but, but you know, I think uh, layering is always a great thing for, yeah. for winter. So it's not necessarily about needing to go out and buy a fancy expensive jacket. It's just about getting the extra layers on. Mm. And the most underrated piece of uh, cycling garments is, is a gelée. You know, your sort of yeah. chest wind protector jacket just to, to help keep that extra wind chill off your chest. Mm. Um, and if you look at a brand or some of the better brands, they'll do a jacket which is a long jacket with wind protection on the, the chest. So something like that is great. What happens when, it, when you start to warm up? I've always wondered. I've never got, I end up just cycling forever. The sun will come out, it'll get hot and I won't know or remind myself to take the, the garment off or the jacket off and I'll end up sweating uh, and I'll sweat the whole time and the actual item gets soaked with sweat and I get cold That's again. Very good and basically so where, do you, so where do you stick that? If you've got a jacket, you, would you ever find yourself taking off and just put, well, tuck it into the back I, of the I also I prefer to be warm than cold, so I'll keep on my, my warm stuff yeah, a little bit me. longer. And if you've got a good base layer on, which mm. wicks the moisture away from your body, you, you don't really feel that wet and that moisture. So... And then eventually, hopefully, it's a nice enough quality thing. You can just put it in your pocket. Yeah. Nice. Again, it, it's worth investing in because it'll last you uh, a while. And winter being seasonal, obviously, in the season that's very important in South Africa to have, you need to be uh, equipped. And uh, that it goes to your to what you're wearing as well out there. Uh, also, I see there's an amazing range of helmets. Uh, we, we, uh, you showed me another uh, in your shop the other day. The level of which people are um, are uh, filling in the, with, with detail uh, to equipment out there is amazing. I saw a helmet that transformed from a functional road, basically road helmet, into a full enduro helmet in the space of like two clicks. 
Yeah, helmets, you know, I've actually always had a helmets fetish. I mean, I can remember almost every helmet that I've had, and I get a new one every season almost. Yes. And uh, Giro, I need to Google which model, but I mean, they've just taken the MIPS technology to the next level, where instead of just having a MIPS uh, sleeve inside, there are actually two polystyrene levels that move uh, over each other. So, you know, helmet technology just keeps getting better and better. And people always ask, sort of, is one safer than the other? The answer is yes and no, in that... They all pass the same minimum standards. Yeah. But obviously the ones that are better are designed for higher speed impacts. They are designed to get better airflow and, and, and that in the various uh, conditions, mm. you know, if you're going slower, it doesn't need to have as much airflow. So there there are uh, purpose-built helmets and they, and they all do their job, yeah. Underneath the helmet, what I've started to wear quite a bit, which I uh, help, it saves not only the helmet, and we've chatted briefly about this, and let's put this out there to cyclists who wear them, that uh, my feeling is, and because you and I are on the same page, I know this, like I said, I've chatted uh, briefly about this in previous um, uh, podcasts, is wearing a, um, uh, uh, the, the name eludes me, but that material that you put over your head, the rag that goes over your buff. head, the buff, there the we go, buff. the buff. But, the, but you're not allowed to call it a buff, no. it's, it's an actual buff, according to to buff. So what is an actual buff? It's a tube of fabric that you can put on your head in various different ways. And yeah. until an hour ago, I was actually wearing one. Yeah. Buffs are cool. Let me tell you something. I am, um, I've become quite obsessive with uh, buffs and uh, to the degree where I, I can't go cycle without one. And do you know that I get, there's certain people that ridicule uh, cyclists for wearing a buff. They look simply, oh, you got that thing on your head. Let me tell you, that thing is phenomenal. No, they are. They're great. I fully support it, except you do have to put it on properly. You can't have that tail oh, sticking out the, the back. So, okay, so, so that's the problem. Describe as descriptively as possible of, the tail. So of you, how you apply a buff. Okay, so if you've got your tube and you obviously want the design to show, so you yeah. first have to put it inside out. Right. Okay, put it inside out, hold it on the one end, flip it, hold it against your forehead, flip it back. Okay. Take the part from the back and then fold it back over your head. It's now on like a skull cap and everybody can see the design and you don't have a tail. That's incredible. I didn't even think about that. I, did, I, sw- I swear that now that you've said it like that, inside out, back of your head, take the fold, put it this way over. Uh, it then pulls from the other way, which means the design of the fabric and whatever's on the, uh, the outside print is now facing yeah. f- uh, forward and it tucks around with the majority of it being hidden away behind your, your head of your catching the sweat that's running back at the same time coming over the front like a skull cap. It's the best thing. You've just, cha- you've just changed my cycling for life routine. And having said that, I only know one of the 20 odd ways that you can put it on. Sure. Well, two. That way and just pull it over your neck when it's cold. Wow. Um, listen, folks, uh, we'd also love to hear from you as well as we approach the wintry months to find out how you, uh, how you cope with winter in, indoor trainers. Um, do you go and spend time at the gym on a what bike? How do you train when it's cold and it's rainy outside? Uh, the purists will say, well, there's nothing and there's no replacement for the real thing. Well, You've got to get out there. And the guys up country are saying, doesn't get cold down there. You're yeah. in Cape Town, it's warm all year. It is. Yeah, you're but, right. Yeah, it does get a bit colder up there. I mean, they, they definitely need to know how to do it properly. Uh, what events uh, have you got in the earmark? for the uh, the coming future I know that there's some certain things that are, are underway soon in the cycling world no I mean you've got your big event coming up uh, this weekend yeah this weekend it's the Glacier uh, Cradle tra- Traverse yeah I think uh, Joburg to Sea is not too far off so things start really happening again in, in May and at the moment it's uh, Ironman the guys are off to that I don't know if it's this weekend or next weekend and yeah. uh, that's the big one at the moment it's it's incredible how um, how uh, Ironman there's guys that do the Epic and Ironman at the same time and they basically give their bodies a week of rest and then they're out there yeah. 
doing Good Iron solid Man. base training during Epic and then into Iron Man. Wow. Um, listen, also, um, we uh, we look forward to f- um, having some uh, Paralympians on the uh, on this chat soon, talking about their preparation. Uh, and also, uh, it's nice to know that uh, I mean, I was reading some interesting stories just in the world of um, um, the world of cycling. Uh, so something that, that caught my attention this week was Lance Armstrong. I don't know if you saw the story about Lance Armstrong. Was paid one and a half million dollars back in two thousand and nine uh, for his appearance in the Tour Down Under. Which was a staggering amount of money. Yeah. No, I mean, in in his heyday, he definitely made it. I actually met somebody last week at a wine tasting who'd uh, met him at his shop, Miller Johnny's, which yeah. he's now no longer part of. And Did she you only had good things to say about him. Not, really? Not. Um, he, he's still making money at the moment, isn't he? Yeah, I'm sure he is. I'm sure I mean, he's, he's making He's still a, lot a of personality. Money. He is. No, I know. Uh, all right. Listen, uh, in terms of your events, Tour of Thailand's t- uh, currently taking place at the moment. Giro de Sicilia in Italy. Uh, Volta Limburg Classic in the Netherlands. Uh, that was 6th of April. Uh, and the 7th is the Ronde van Vlaanderen. Van Vlaanderen uh, Ronde van Vlaanderen in uh, Belgium. Sounds like a good excuse to have a beer and some chips in yeah. front of a TV. Because you can stick around in Belgium because they've got the Dwarfs through Vlaanderen thereafter. Uh, and then uh, Route Adelaide de Vitre in France. Uh, these are just some of the big things in April. GP Miguel in Durain in Spain. Ronde van Vlaanderen in Belgium again uh, through to uh, the Circuit Cyclist Sarté in France. Uh, and that's basically it. And then Malaysia have the Le Tour de Langkawi. Uh, weather-wise, in terms of the next week or so, the weekend in Cape Town, it looks good. Chilly start in the morning. Uh, you'll get round a little bit of rain expected in, in the province as well from Friday. Uh, Thursday, Friday, a little bit of rain. Saturday and Sunday looking clear, though. Uh, weather highs of around 26 degrees on Sunday. Saturday starts at 14. Going to be a nice chilly start. Joburg, thunder and lightning. It's very frightening. Uh, you've got the weekend highs of just 19 and 20 degrees in Joburg. I'm just trying to reel in my laughter. From my Bohemian Rhapsody. That's very frightening, yeah. That was a great one. (laughs) (laughs) Little Queen uh, in there for the mix as well. Uh, Also, what I'd like to talk about is the best cycling soundtracks ever in our next Time in the Saddle. Let's talk about some of the really big songs that motivate you. And I'm thinking of a massive climb. You had headphones on, listening to some Blink-182. tempo Listening to some Guns N' Roses. Listening to some ACDC. But a thunderstruck as you motivate yourself to get out there and smash a hill. We need some playlists with us. Please, and share your favorite tunes uh, that kind of motivate you before a massive cycling event. We'd love to have that. Uh, we'll have uh, a mix of Jason and I. Uh, we'll list our top five cycling tunes of all time. And uh, no, Queen's Bicycle will not be on there because it gets used too often and the cliche is just overwhelming. So uh, uh, watch out and listen out rather for our next podcast of Time in the Saddle. Jason, enjoy your week. You and I will chat to Tom who will be uh, uh, with us next time chatting in Euro Cycling from the Giant Concept Store in Cape Town. Uh, and it'll be lekker to see everyone at Glacier Cradle Traverse at the Cradle of Humankind this coming weekend. If you're there, I'll see you there. I'll be flying that flag high for Glacier and for Giant Bicycles uh, there this weekend. Jason, have a great week, mate. Ciao. Subscribe now at livepodcast.fm. Rate and review it on your favorite podcast app to get your time in the saddle. Livepodcast.fm. Subscribing to a live podcast is free.